you're either going to talk to 10 people who are really qualified and screwed up because you didn't role play, or you're going to talk to a friend who's good at selling, and that friend is going to be Mr. Jones, Mrs. Jones. He's going to be a doubter, a naysayer, full of objections. And I'd rather cut my teeth on a friend right. Right, than lose 10 sales because I had to cut my teeth on them. Hey, and welcome to the Empire Podcast Show. Today, we're going to do a deep dive into one of our best clients, an Empire Mastermind members. His name is Vince Del Monte. My name is Craig Ballantyne. I'm here with Bedros Koulian, and welcome to today's show. Bedros, tell us about your first impressions of Vince back when you first got to know him, and then we'll talk about how he's evolved over the years into the sales and leadership machine that yeah, he is today. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, I, I, I had the good fortune of meeting Vince almost 10 years ago. Actually, when I think about it, it was nine years ago I met Vince, and it was because you got him into my mastermind program, right. the Seven Figure Formula Mastermind program, uh, before he ever joined the Empire now. But uh, Vince 1.0 was someone who had a lot of self-doubt. Mm -hmm. He was an overthinker. He had, see, he would call it many irons in the fire, and boy, that sounds pretty impressive. I would call it, lots of unfinished things that he started and never really saw to fruition. Mm -hmm. And so he had a little bit of money coming from here, a little bit of money coming from there. But Vince was scattered, unfocused, had some self-doubt, and... Trusted a lot of other people with important yes. stuff in the business, I yes, think. Yes, exactly. And, and, and so Vince 1.0, his big thing was... I want to make a million dollars by the time I'm 30. And he was... Well, 20, be a millionaire. Or, I'm sorry, be a millionaire by the time I'm 30. Yeah. And he was 28 or 29 years old at the time. And so today, of course, we've got a different Vince. And how would you describe him? Well, you know, I would say that when I met Vince back in 2007, he came to my first uh, online super profit seminar, my very first business seminar that I had. And you could see the confidence and, and you know, he did have a lot of self-belief that he was going to get there. He just didn't know how to do it. So that's where he lacked the belief. He wasn't sure how to do it. But he knew that, you know, he believes he's a special guy. And, yeah. and that's a very important thing to have. So I know that he was, it's almost like he was a, a rough, uncut gem. And now he's a much more polished That's stone. a good way to describe it, yeah, actually. Yeah, but I mean, he really is a fantastic guy. Speaks from the heart so much. Sometimes that can get him into a little bit of trouble. Uh, but, you know, he really does believe in himself. He believes in his mission. He believes in the way that he's living life. He believes that it needs to be shared with other people, which is what he's doing now. He's a great podcast and he has a great business. He's a great family. I look up to him as a leader and a mentor uh, to, to me and my personal life as well. So those were the things that he struggled with. Now, he was evolving. And then I guess he would al you'd almost say that he kind of dropped out of our world a bit. Sure. We, we lost a little bit of contact. Yeah. And then we decided when we started our Empire Mastermind Group for the highest level of performers in the business that it was time for him to get back into our world. So I know that you had a call with him yeah. before he joined the Empire Mastermind Group because, you know, he had, he had doubts. So what did uh, you guys talk about on that one? Our call really was about what he wants to achieve. And he had, again, many different paths he wanted to go. He wanted the, the Living Large book that he's got, yeah. a physical book. Uh, he also wanted to talk to men about not just muscle, but money and marriage. Yeah. And uh, there was like a couple other M's involved, if I'm right. not mistaken, right? Um, mission and mission, yeah, else. about just be becoming a better rounded man. Yes. And so then, of course, then he had his muscle building product, 
that really made him the money. Yeah. And he was also entertaining, starting a supplement line yeah. as well. And I said, Vince. But he also had the, the, he was starting the mastermind too. Yes. Oh, and then there was that. He was starting his mastermind. And, and so I said, Vince, let me, let me ask you a question. Of, of everything you have here, what, what is the lowest hanging fruit? that you can make the biggest impact and biggest income with. And lowest hanging fruit being, as you said, like the easiest business decisions, the easiest projects you can move ahead on, they're gonna be the most profitable to you that won't require you to put massive amounts of cash outlay or anything. It really is the easiest profit you can exactly. get. Exactly, because by this point, he had been selling online for almost a decade. Yeah. I mean, he was pretty well known. Like Vince Del Monte is pretty well known in the muscle building world on the online space. And so he had guys reaching out to him, hey, I wanna create a muscle building product, can you teach me how? Yet he was interested in writing a book, he was interested in creating a supplement line. And I said, Vince, I think you can charge $1,500 a month from 50 guys. Now, I don't know what the math is on that, but it's about a million dollar a year business is yes. what, it, what it comes out to. Highly profitable. Right, and very highly profitable. As someone who runs masterminds, I can tell you that nine months out of the year, mastermind is 80 to 90% profit margins. So that's massive. And, and so, and people probably are asking, well, wait a minute, why is it not profitable the other three months? It's profitable, just not as profitable because you're running the mastermind, you have expense, food, You're putting on an amazing banquet. show. Yeah, and exactly. So, so we decided that he's going to go all in on his mastermind over that phone call together. And I said, in fact, let me give you some results in advance because he did have some trepidation about, uh, do I join the Empire Mastermind with you guys? Do I not? That's $50,000. You want it all paid in full. I said, Vince. Which is awesome because, you know, Vince is, is going out there and selling masterminds and he wants to sell, 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 but he is, he can be tough to sell if he you, unless you are like, you know, unless you're like the AdWords wizard and, and you're explaining and you're like, using phrases that he doesn't know and it all sounds so so right. amazing but when we're talking about hard work and leadership it was a little bit harder to sell on him right you made me think of his uh, 12-way split test yes. remember that like yeah. he, he got we love vince by the way we love vince to death he's like our our little brother yeah uh but but vince del monte years ago reached out to us and he says hey i got this awesome guy he's doing taguchi testing and we said what's taguchi testing again it was a 12-way split test well I don't know anything about anything, but if it's 12 ways of split testing, how do you get the results? If we're not just comparing A to B, we're comparing A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Right, but but all the testing, like everything was up 10%. It was like 15 things were up 10%, and we were asking, well, are you making any more money? And it's like, well, no, but right, right. But everything's up 10%. Yeah. So so having said that, there's something to be to be said about being optimistic and taking action. Oh, and, yeah, and, and trying he does. things out, for yeah. sure. And he absolutely did. So. Here we were on the phone. All right, Vince, we're gonna do the mastermind. And the bottom line is, I'm gonna give you some results in advance. You have a workshop coming up, and I should tell you this advice after you pay me, but I'm gonna give you this advice now. I'm gonna tell you exactly when to pitch your mastermind at the workshop so you can close the most amount of people. And on that phone call, we role played what his closing process would be, his pitch, his offer, what day and what time of day he would pitch, and he ended up closing some like 80% of the room on his mastermind, and boom, immediately had a ongoing mastermind program instead of just a workshop where people pay once and attend. Yeah. And can, I, can I interrupt you for a second? I cannot overestimate the value of role-playing. You helped me with it, you helped Vince with it. It is absolutely essential. It is, it's like doing perfect practice so that you go out there and you perform on game day. It is one of the most important things that I think everybody needs to do if they're in any type of sales position. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because at the end of the day, look, you're either gonna talk to 10 people who are really qualified and screwed up because you didn't role play, or you're gonna talk to a friend who's good at selling and that friend is gonna be Mr. Jones, Mrs. Jones. He's gonna be a doubter, a naysayer, full of objections. And I'd rather cut my teeth on a friend, right? right than lose 10 sales because I had to cut my teeth on them. Right, absolutely. Yeah.
Yeah. So anyway, so Vince is now obviously on board, but what's really impressive about Vince is he's an all-in kind of guy because now that he's committed to his masterminds, he recently sent us an email saying that he's almost at 50 members. Yeah, I think he is because he came to the last mastermind meeting, so he's been to two of our Empire mastermind meetings, and we had to we had a little regression. We had to like stop, you know, slap his hand a bit from going on to some yeah. other things. But once we did that, like you said, he went all in. And so he went home from the meeting, took my advice on the Instagram selling, took your advice on how to do the exact sale of the mastermind, the sit-ins that allow him to then close those people into his uh, year-long mastermind. And he's probably at 55 people attending his latest event. He is going to have his 50 full-time mastermind members way before he ever thought possible because he's followed the advice that he got in the Empire Mastermind yeah. Group. Now, here's what's neat about that is as he has his 50 mastermind members at 1500 a month, that's pretty much a million dollar a year business yeah. with super high profit margins. And uh, I'd say his $50,000 investment into our Empire Mastermind more than paid off. But going back to what you said about the last meeting that we had here where Vince came, and this is an important lesson for everyone watching and listening to this episode right now, is there are two things that I've discovered that will neuter the rate of growth that any business is having. One of them is the good idea fairy. And the good idea fairy comes in many forms. It comes from business partners, it comes from customers, and it comes from friends and family. And they go, hey. And comparison syndrome on the internet, too. And comparison syndrome. You know, you know, you know what would be a good idea if I started selling supplements? Or Craig, you know what would be a good idea if you started, you had the perfect life formula supplements instead of just the book, right? right? And so when people, the people mean well, but they come to you as a good idea fairy and they start pitching you good ideas and because you like them or you think there's some validation to their, what they're saying, you begin to stop the focus on the thing that's working and then start running full speed down a path that you don't need to. And you know one of the, those paths that I see way too often and there's very few people who can pull it off, you can pull it off, but everybody's gotta have their own clothing, right? right. right? You gotta have perfect egg formula clothing. No, I don't, nobody wants it. And I can't, you know, my, my, some, one of my members of my team thought that might be a good idea. I'm like, no, I can't let you go from selling $25,000 team training stuff to selling $25 t-shirts. Right, no, right, no, the right. math doesn't add up. Right. But everybody wants to have their own clothing line because they see guys like you and Randall Pitch uh, and a few other people doing it right. They don't realize how much of a headache it is to go down that avenue, right? Yeah, it's an absolute headache. And mine was accidental. And the best ones are usually accidental, where we just started making man-up hats and BK sure. hats and shirts to give away to coaching clients. And, of course, my coaching clients, our coaching clients being people who are influential in social media space and in the industries that we serve, they're kind of celebrities in our industry. And then when they wear the man up and BK gear, all of a sudden everybody else wants it. So people start reaching out to me. I would buy it if you had it, right? And I, I still we haven't pulled the trigger on it. Yeah. We are literally saying, well, you know what? We don't have it, but in March, we're going to print up a whole bunch for Fitness Business Summit anyway. Yeah. And so if we have leftovers, we'll sell them to you, right? But that's pretty much what we're doing. I'm not going into the apparel line industry because so many people are asking for man up and BK hats because I'm in the business of selling coaching yeah. and uh, services and not apparel. And, and the day I go into that industry is probably the day that I go broke full time. Right. But, but having said that, so one, it's a good idea fairy and people come to you with good ideas and they come to me with good ideas all day long. I want that man up hat. And you know what I tell them? Just pay me $50,000, become a coaching client, and you get a black one, a gray one, a maroon one, and then all the shirts that I have as well. And a fitted one. Yeah, a fitted one. We, we give it to you for free when you're a coaching client, and it only costs you $50,000. Like, that's a smoking deal, especially considering you're going to make 10x that money back. Right. 
right, when you coach with us. So why buy it when you can make more money by giving us 50000 That's silly. Uh, so the other thing is the ego. And that is where the comparison syndrome comes in. The yeah. ego goes, you know what? So-and-so has a supplement. He's got his info product and his muscle-building book. And I think that's the route that Vinny went down, Vince Del Monte went down, is, hey, he's got a muscle-building product, and then he upsells people into supplements. And so I'm going to create my own pre-workout line. And, you know, thank God we have some guys who are experts in the supplement space in our Empire Mastermind who set him straight and said, look, you're buying it for three times the cost. You're selling it for four times the cost. You're pricing yourself out of the market. Vince, you don't know what you're doing what you're, when supplements are concerned. You're so amazing with, with the coaching and the info product. And so that's what Craig's talking about, about slapping his hand and getting him back on track. But the ego and the good idea fairy will be very good at getting you off track. Yeah, so you mentioned one thing there. You know, some people will go broke, you know, with these bad ideas. And, but you said in the Empire Mastermind, Vinny gave us five big lessons. And one of them that he had was be willing to live broke, not go broke, but be willing to live broke in the short term in order to build a long-term empire. And Vinny was always a saver, he said. And I'm very much the same. We want to save money. You know, that's what we were taught to do. We came from a, maybe a poor money, not a poor money mindset, but we were like, you know, save that money that yeah. you get. The blue-collar mindset is what yeah, that is. Yeah. yeah, but you have to invest in the business. So walk us through how important that is and what that was able to do for Vince. Yeah, yeah. So the idea there was, hey, Vince, if you have, and, I, and this is what I told him, I said, if you have more than three months of overhead yeah. in the bank, because he was excited about the fact that he had, I'm not going to disclose how much money, but he had X amount of dollars in the bank, yeah. right? I said, Vinny, do not be proud of that number. All you need is two to three months of living. In other words, if your business crashed, do you have two to three months of overhead and living to cover your mortgage, food, et cetera? Anything more than that, and you're slowing down the growth of your business. Because anything more, an entrepreneur who's successful, I just need two to three months to get back on my feet if the poop hits the fan. Sure. And if, if I can't do it in two to three months, I can't do it in 23 months. Yeah. That's just the reality of it. So anything more than two to three months of money in the bank is sitting there gathering dust. I want to take that excess money and reinvest it into either buying traffic into buying a home and renting it out, into investing in someone else's business and letting them make me money, but I'm not gonna let it sit in the bank account. And so or I in, invested in coaching, get the expertise to Exactly, exactly what he did. And so now I know the argument is, yeah, but it gives me peace of mind when I have a couple million dollars sitting in the bank. Forget peace of mind. When you're in your 30s and 40s, even 20s, 30s and 40s, you don't need peace of mind. Yeah. You need to be living on the razor's edge and investing all the money back into business with the exception of having two to three months of overhead living. That's it. Anything more than that, and you are living too fat. You got to live broke, live as though you're broke, so you can invest that money into the growth of your world. Yeah, and so Dan Kennedy once said this either in a book or he said it from stage, and Dan Kennedy is a mentor of mine. He said one of the biggest mistakes he made was when things were going well in his business is that he didn't en invest enough in buying customers. He would, you know, because he looks back now, he's not getting a whole bunch of new customers, but he has people that, have, that are paying, you know, $25,000, $50,000 a year to learn from him. And if he would have had a bigger base of customers, he would have more people at the top of the pyramid paying fifty dollars to $100,000, which is almost all cash profit in the coaching that he does. If only he had grown it and invested when he was younger. So he, that's his big regret, and it's very similar to that big lesson that Vince yeah. learned there. Yeah, exactly right. All right, lesson number two. He was the bottleneck boss in his company, mm. and he didn't invest in team members that allowed him to grow his business. So what do empire builders do there? Empire builders need to understand that you can't be the bottleneck. So in my business, I was the bottleneck in the copywriting. So yeah. Fitness Business Summit is coming up, 
and Joan, our VP, would start haggling me about, we gotta get the sales copy up, we gotta get the website up so people can start buying tickets. Okay, I'll get it done soon, I'll get it done soon. I was a copywriter, but I was also had being pulled in so many directions yes. that I had to make time in the middle of the night to write copy. Well, if you're trying to write copy in the middle of the night, it's not gonna be your best sales copy. Yes. And so one thing we did is we took a gentleman who works for me upstairs, his name is Sean Mabry, and now he is our full-time copywriter. And since he writes copy, all the copy goes through him, things get out on time, we don't feel the pressure of having to sell tickets 60 days before the event. We got the website up this year five months in advance. We sold more tickets at a higher price. We had time to take the copy and revamp it when it wasn't working. And so as a leader, your job is to produce other leaders, not just employees. Right. Produce leaders who can then lead your organization into the outcome that you want. So one, as a leader, you have to produce leaders. Two, you have to give them a very clear outcome of what you're trying to achieve. So many hundreds of locations worldwide, or so many people at my fitness business summit, or so many sales of my book. And then you go, now go do it and allow them to make mistakes and learn from it. And since I've been doing that, and since Vince has been doing that, there's less pressure, less stress, and you're no longer the bottleneck. Yeah, absolutely. So he went and hired a project manager, and he was very, very uh, you know, cheap at first, but then he realized the value of it, and it's really paid off. Now, the third thing that he learned was don't expect the man on the white horse to save you. Don't expect the man on the white horse to save you. And this is where we kind of tease him about the testing that he was doing before because he would let a lot of slick talkers in the world of Facebook advertising or Google AdWords or whatever, you know, say, hey, Vince, just give me 5000 or $10,000 a month. I'll do the traffic. I'll do this. And then a few months would go by and the, the results weren't there. And it's because he didn't learn the stuff. He didn't you know, build the team around him. He was just saying, oh, I'm just gonna put a you know, hope and a prayer on this one, you know, throw a Hail Mary and hope that everything's gonna turn out right. Yeah. And so what can everybody listening understand about delegating marketing and sales here? Yeah. yeah, so here's what the thing people need to learn about the man on the white horse syndrome. And I was guilty of this as well when I figured I'm starting a franchise. What do I know about franchising? I better hire a consulting company. They were charging me $22,000 a month. And after six months, I realized, I think every question I ask them, they just go and Google and give me an answer. Like, I, I could do this on my own. And so I parted ways with them. But most of us tend to think that, man, you know, there's someone smarter than me who can figure out Facebook or how to make a product or how to, you know, grow my franchise into a different state or country. And so I'm gonna go find someone smarter. You know, Google's out there and you can do the research and odds are you probably have what it takes to get the answer. So there is no man on the white horse that's gonna gallop in and save the day and buy you more traffic. Now, having said that, people who are slick talking will make you those pitches and offers at the end of the day. And I shared this on Andy Frasilla's podcast last week. I said, when someone tells you that, like, hey, I can produce X outcome for you, great. I believe you, but just like Ronald Reagan, I'm gonna trust but verify. I believe you, but now let me verify. Can you give me four contacts that I can reach out to and say, hey, did this person really produce this type of results for you? And if you can give me four contacts, then now I'm gonna do business with you. So listen, it's not that I go out buying my own Facebook traffic. We don't, because I would be the bottleneck again. Uh, we have Robbie Blanchard and Jimmy Harding who buy traffic for us for our Fit Body Bootcamp franchise. They spend a quarter million dollars of my money every month buying franchi uh, uh, franchise traffic for us. But they are proven, they are time tested. They gave me the referrals and, and I know what they can achieve. So they're, they're a true man on the white horse. But I have worked with fake man on the white horse, which you later realize that it's a cripple on a donkey. And you know, as they get closer, it's like, that's not a man on the white horse, that's a cripple on a donkey, you know, that I've been trying to 
get help from. Yeah, so we definitely need to watch out for that syndrome. And man, you were on fire on that Andy Priscilla podcast, and they they posted that quote when you were talking about. Oh yeah. Oh man, you you were you were lit up. You must have had some Monster Energy drinks that morning. Well, it was it was not so much a Monster Energy drink, but more of the I, I can't stand imposters, uh -huh. and I can smell an imposter when I see one, yeah. and when I see ads for people who are all of a sudden business coaches and they're high performance coaches, and if I've never heard of you, odds are you're full of shit. <laughs> yeah, and you, yeah, and. Uh, you know, I so get getting all, fired I, up now again. I yeah. know. I get all these people who say, you know, I spent $10,000 on a coach last year to get any results and they won't give me the money back. I, I, it drives me nuts because, listen, if you're not happy with me, I'll give you your money back. back. I mean, I don't need your money. You need my help more than I need your money. Yeah. And so that is the position that I'm in. And that's why we deliver. And I'm getting fired up. So let's get back here. <laughs> let's get back here to point number four. But you know what? I got to tell you something. I'm so sorry. I got to tell you something. The reason this happens, the reason people go, well, you know, I hired a coach for $10,000 and as it turns out, they really didn't do anything. They didn't help me and now they won't give my money back and they gripe to you and me about it. And we go, well, how long did you know this coach? I don't know. I saw his ad on Facebook and he said he's a high performance coach or a business coach and I hired him. Well, how come? Well, you charge $50,000, Craig, and he charges $10,000. Guess what? Now you know what cheap gets you. Yeah, you get what you pay for. You get what you pay for. You pay us 50 Gs. If we can't produce the outcome, we'll give you your money back. Homeboy over there gave you 10 Gs. He's gone to Mexico, bro. <laughs> right. He is out of here. So, so, you know, people are probably thinking, oh, man, well, you know, I feel like a follower here. But you can become a great leader. And Vince has learned that. Uh, you know, he's a really great leader in his family. He's a really great leader in his church and all that stuff. But he wasn't being that great leader that he could be in his business. Maybe because he just wanted to kind of coast on the Internet marketing aspect of it. Yeah. But now he wants to step up to the next level. So let's talk about how leadership is a skill. Leadership is a skill. It is a muscle that we can build. Uh, someone once asked me, so Bedros, when did, when did the leadership switch flip on you? And I said, I'm so glad you asked me when I flipped the leadership switch because there was no switch. I said, it's more like a dimmer switch. Yeah. You slowly bring it up when you start realizing that, you know what, I've been making a lot of assumptions, thinking that my employees know what I'm, what I'm talking about, what I need from them. I better start communicating clearly. I better start becoming more decisive. I better stop, stop emotionally reacting and instead respond strategically. I better start getting clear on my vision, so clear that I can translate it to my team and hold them accountable, right? These are all the qualities of great leadership. Right, you became a great leader, one yes. man up at a time. Right? One man up situation at a time. And I remember the very first situation when I had to part ways with a toxic business partner and I was on vacation with my wife I knew 14 months previous that this relationship was not going to work. For 14 months, I had my head buried in the sand because I was a poor leader. And one day while we're on vacation, something happened where I had my wife pack everything up. We have to cut the vacation short. We're driving home. Now I'm angry. And through anger, the whole time, it's just, it's time to man up, Pedro. It's time to man up. It's time to man up. And one, it's time to man up at a time. I made the decision to part ways with him and then started to do those man up decisions one at a time and cleaned up my organization over a three-year period. But it's not a light switch. It is a work in progress. And if you can communicate clearly, be decisive, stop overreacting and instead respond, clarity of vision, build a team instead of employees, you're well on your way to strong leadership. And you know what's really interesting about Vince and about a lot of people that we coach that are in the fitness world is that they do some really extreme things in their fitness lives. You know, Vince has been a champion fitness model. You know, that means he has oiled himself up, he's gotten in the, the banana yeah. hammock, he's gotten on stage in front of thousands of people because he was at this one uh, fitness competition that was part of a big, big celebration. And if he can do that, if you can do that extreme thing, right. plus dieting down to 4% body fat, 
don't tell me you can't become a leader. I mean, becoming a leader is like easier than that. Well, I'll tell you where it comes from, though. See, when you're doing all that, when you're dieting, you're lifting heavy weights, you're working out in the middle of the night, you're lubing yourself up, shaving yourself down, putting on the tight banana hammock that's two sizes too small, all that stuff you're doing to yourself. God. But as a leader, you have to make decisions that no one wants to make. Because, listen, Craig, you didn't go into business to go, man, I can't wait for the day I got to fire someone. I can't wait for the day that I'm going to hurt someone's feelings, right? Right. And so most of us are decent human beings, and we don't want to hurt someone's feelings. So we're either approval-seeking, validation-seeking. We don't want to hurt someone's feelings. And so when it comes to doing things to others, we hold off, and we end up punishing ourselves, getting anxiety attacks, losing money, losing losing equity in, in, in our industry, yeah. right? And so really, as a leader, you have one responsibility. What is best for my business, my customers, and my income? And you make the decision based on that, where entrepreneurial leadership is concerned, and you have to put all other emotions aside. Yeah, you know what uh, was really amazing about that answer was the way you said what is best for my business, it sounded like you were saying it as Vlad. What is best for my business? <laughs> what is best for my business? <laughs> all right, so the fifth and final lesson that he had here was Put the blinders on and take massive action. Now, Vinny is great about this. This is one of his innate skills because, you know, people say, man, how is Vince so successful? I mean, man, and, you know, I'm just like him or, I, you know, I can be better than him. But Vince does not second guess. When, when you tell him what to do, when you help him and role play and walk him through that sales, he just went and, and did it. He did he, it. And the same when he did that fitness competition. And same when, you know, he, he goes and, and writes his book. He just does it. So talk about how important this is not to overanalyze. Some of our best coaching clients, as you and I, you know, we always do a debrief dinner yeah. afterwards after our two-day mastermind. Some of our best coaching clients are the ones who are just pig-headed, stubborn, and implementers. Yes. They put the blinders on and they go, okay, coach, you gave me the action steps. I'm going to put the blinders on and do it. And he reached out to us, and you've got the notes right here, and he had 56 attendees that included 15 who paid $1,500. I mean, the, the guy was just closing deals left and right. Yes. Before the cameras and, and the recording just went on, you were telling me how the, the three days following that, that, uh, that Empire Mastermind that Vince was in, between you and him, you guys closed over $50,000 in coaching programs, where the reason is... He was going, he was doing so well, I was like, oh man, I got to step you up You got motivated here. Exactly. So it is so important to be an implementer, an action taker, and even to take imperfect action. Oh, it was imperfect yeah. action. He was doing these uh, Instagram videos and stories. He was wearing a black hood. He, he looked like all scary and stuff, yeah. and he was still selling it. I was like... Well, maybe you should lighten that up, but hey, you know what? It was working. It's those who overthink, overanalyze, that literally throw themselves overboard and panic and go, you know what? I'm not going to do this. This is crazy. I'm not going to do Instagram stories and then look stupid. And then what do people think? Vince just did it. And he took imperfect action as a byproduct of taking imperfect action. He produced an outcome of he got more people on board in his coaching program over a three-day period than he did over the previous three months. Yeah amazing yeah absolutely and so he said i feel like i signed up for a high level leadership training this all comes back to leadership empire was exactly what i needed we just needed to show him that right that's it absolutely leadership is always the problem leadership is always the solution no oh, man so vince thank you so much for being awesome for being that person who takes action for being that leader that we knew you could be and now you are being not just in your family and not just in your fitness and in your faith but also to your mastermind members so i hope you guys are having an epic mastermind weekend with Vince as we film this. So, Bedros, tell people a little bit more about the Empire Mastermind Group, how they can apply to be a part of the amazing group that Vince is Absolutely. In. So, if you're an entrepreneur that's making more than half a million dollars or more in your business, and it doesn't matter what industry you're in, then you'll want to go to bedroscooling.com forward slash empire. 
or just click the link somewhere around this audio program or this video program and you can apply for the Empire Mastermind. And this is your opportunity to work with myself and Craig Ballantyne here for a 12 month period. We're gonna meet three times, each meeting is two days long and we really take a a period of 90 days and get you 12 months of results in 90 days. So imagine in 12 months, you're going to get three years of results growth, both on professionally, uh, on the professional level and personal level where you make more money, make a bigger impact, and of course, still come to your family and enjoy the time with them. Amazing. So listen, make sure that you go to that website, bedroskoulian.com forward slash empire. And then also we would love your feedback on today's show. Go to iTunes and Stitcher, give us a five-star review and let us know if you have topics that we that we should cover in the future we'd love to hear from you and Bedros anything else no that's it thanks for watching and listening